Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach, and I'm Hasita, a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. Hey Hasita, did you get the memo? I hear we are wrapping up season 3 very soon. Yeah, yeah, I got the memo. I got the memo all right. <laughs> We're not like quitting or anything, right? It's not the bad Q word for God's sakes. No, I mean honestly, it's probably the good Q word if anything. Quitting is such an underrated skill in life sometimes. It's not just oh hey, here's goodbye. Never going to see you again. I told you over the last twenty odd episodes. I said, "Oh Jesus, I'm so passionate about this," and now I'm saying, "Hey, guess what? I'm not." No, that's not what we're saying, right? I think sometimes yeah. the art of quitting is also the art of letting ourselves have other experiences for a while, so we can come back and do the things that we really want to be doing at any given point in time. No, so true. I think for me, I do feel that for me to be able to do a good career podcast. I now need time to listen to a lot of other voices, right? So I true. now need time to read and listen to a lot of voices and see what do I really want to bring back to my show. That's important. You're so right. Like I don't know why is quitting got such a such a bad rep. Mm. Even a lot of the stuff that happened during the pandemic, people weren't just quitting. I think it was. Yeah, no. Behind every knee-jerk reaction is a non-knee-jerk. process that has happened i think sometimes we just don't pay attention to it but it these aren't things that happened overnight for sure people leaving jobs moving things even to some extent our decisions to do what we do this year mm. all of them were driven by a larger objective i was just thinking that we decided that or we attributed it to our increased focus mm-hmm. like, like you said you want to do marketing kind of work i said i want to do coaching kind of work But yeah. I think a large part of it, maybe, was also that I wanted to get away from some stuff, and to be able to control something. At the end of yeah. the day, here's a part of my life that I spend, I think, eight nine hours of my waking time doing this thing. Obviously, there is a kitchen and a soul component, and somewhere the kitchen tends to over outweigh the soul for all of us to a large extent yeah. because hey, we all have to eat. But then. It's it's really become that too much of a good thing situation wherein it's taken over your life. And I was just telling somebody the other day, does it not seem strange to you in hindsight that these lockdowns were announced all over the world, and our immediate reaction was to then go and say, okay, how can I just continue working from tomorrow? Like, does that not seem so weird now? Actually, you I say, never thought of it that way. We all wanted to continue. Like, yeah, we didn't want to give it up, right? We didn't think that we could give it up. It didn't yeah, and, to us. and we had no idea that it was going to be such a long-term thing. We were just thinking, yeah. oh, one week I'll work from home, and then it'll all just be yeah. normal. So Tuesday afternoon, I was at work. Wednesday morning, guess what? I'm just working on a Zoom call, and it just seems so cognitively dissonant in a way. And you know, as it, I'm just thinking that there maybe because we didn't have the benefit of knowing that this would actually be a long drawn-out pandemic. But you're right. We nobody said, hey, let's just kind of. Take a breather for these two weeks or three weeks of the yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we actually tried to see how we can fit everything that was in our life before, in some way or form, into this new life. But interestingly, when the time came to unlock, 
mm-hmm. in a larger mm-hmm. way which is happening now when you're saying hey come back to work life's hunky dory everything's fine come back to office go back to in person meetings please commute from one end of the town to another for a 20 minute person <laughs> meeting right yeah. now we are thinking twice yeah because yeah. we're saying hey i don't have to jump back to what it was i've seen the new life for an extended period and i've kind of seen the light that i can do the same thing differently uh, yeah right and also to an extent the knee jerk reactions i think causing knee jerk regret as well <laughs> because i'm not sure i mean I, in hindsight i do see the value of some of the projects that we took up at that point in time because we are in the business of being in business it's only if we earn something that we put something on the table so i do see how it kind of led to certain decisions even in my life in terms of choosing to do maybe some projects which a i was not ready for probably and b culturally they were not a fit right and today i'm out of them and i remember that the day that project ended i felt such a profound sense of relief literally and if that's your first reaction to something then where was that instinct while it was happening right so it's a combination of both i mean today we do have but the conversation about people quitting jobs and a continued phase of the great resignation in a way and then kind of living to regret some of those choices i think one of the studies that we took a look at for this podcast it says people are regretting and they're missing their work buddies and their colleagues because the day they made their decision they thought they will never see their work buddies and colleagues again so <laughs> and i was also reading today that more and more companies are seeing people also see that hey i lost my job when they're hiring mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. looking at resumes it's also become much more acceptable to say that i got the pink slip because i think we've Everybody all is some way <laughs> yeah no and we've some way evolved to really truly understand what is in our control and what's not mm, right mm. i think the one thing the yeah. pandemic really showed us is that there is just so much which is way beyond your control don't even imagine for a moment that you are actually controlling your life or your day or oh, so <laughs> you know, anything yeah. that is really uh, happening to you because a large part of it is not in your control so so now there is that acceptance hey i got fired because the company didn't have any clients because the, everything was shut down that isn't my fault hmm hmm true and true so putting it out there doesn't make me less of a person in any way right this it is just makes reality. me human <laughs> yeah yeah this yeah. is what happened to me so yeah. i don't need to cover it up by saying i took a break and i did some consulting and whatever yeah. i can just say that i was redundant because yeah yeah company had zero sales or zero revenue or zero clients for that period and yeah. didn't need me so i thought so that was it was interesting that a lot of it really comes back to uh, what can we control and what can we not and hence what mm. do you sit around worrying about Hmm and, hmm hmm. And you're right. So many of our decisions have been a bit knee-jerk. I don't think that I will get this opportunity again, or I don't want to miss hmm, it. Hmm hmm hmm. It's a it's a very YOLO kind of situation, wherein I mean we all thought we were going to die. So I think it's fair <laughs> enough in terms of the choices we made then, and to just make peace with them now and know that there are things ahead. of us and i think one of the most underrated things in a context of work is also the whole idea of quitting something that's that you've outgrown or that's not working for you anymore or probably it was never working for you in the first place it's just that you had to do that at that point in time but now that you don't have to 
will you sting still hang around because we do do that in so many areas yeah. of our work and life no true i think you're right quitting is underrated sometimes or it's, <laughs> it's got too much of a bad rep no i yeah. mean uh, if you're not enjoying something or if you've you've squeezed all the joy out of it you've had the fun there's nothing left there for you yeah, now yeah. right then it's perfectly okay to walk away from yeah and, you know, and i think i would just signed up for or for that extra volunteering activity that you're doing or, yeah. or something that's taking up your time in the evenings which is now a lot more precious to you i think it's perfectly fine to say i'm good thanks i had my run and uh, i've seen myself do it i i was giving a lot of time to a couple of organizations and group helping them with certain zoom calls and with certain gatherings and setting up the group and the agenda and running the conversation i've had i've had my bit with that i'm i'm okay like they are going to survive without me and i'm definitely <laughs> so true so true and i blame our childhood uh, moral science classes for these things <laughs> where try and try until you succeed and winners never quit and oh god like please experience the joy of quitting from time to time and like the number of times i've given up on my gym membership and my swimming subscription approved this joy <laughs> you bringing the gym and the water together that's the But then super I'm just curious like what would cause you to quit what would be the thing that made you say okay I've kind of had my run here is it more of a pressure cooker whistle blown kind of situation or do you kind of come to that realization a little earlier what's your approach in my conversations with people now when I kind of share my journey or i have to even just introduce myself right it's quite interesting and each time i realize there's a nuance to the story that i myself <laughs> uh, and it kind of emerges from deep within somewhere depending <laughs> on the audience but when i hear my story out loud it's like hey i did this thing for 15 years right i was a banker and and i really genuinely enjoyed it like it was a it was a thrilling ride i thrilling mm. obviously when you're looking back and it had its really tough moments and ups and downs etc but on the whole it was such a fantastic learning ground one that's benefiting me even today and it was a great set of people and great work and then i quit yeah right and when somebody gets a little curious and they say you know why did but actually why did you quit <laughs> <laughs> i don't have one answer i know that one was in terms of priorities that uh, i genuinely felt that uh, two careers husband and wife it's it's tough and someone had to take a deep breath at that point for the sake of the kids it was important to us it was a priority right so mm-hmm. that was one but it was not one that would have forced me to quit like i did i could have always yeah. looked for something lighter something more flexible the same organization would have done that for me etc Uh, and then i think about the second reason is i just plain got bored for me scene has to change every couple of years and i didn't see the prospect of that happening yeah. for many reasons and so i just i didn't want to be further the expert in what i was doing then mm-hmm. i've done it for 15 years it's not in my bucket list to do this for another 10 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not writing uh, up somehow so there was that's the only word I, it was just boredom that i was in that space for too long and i needed to experience other things and other people and that boredom led to a sort of predictability that 
uh, and i hear it from a lot of coaches i meet who've been in the same organization for a significant number of years that you start getting used to each other right you know yeah going to say what whose email will say what and i know what i'll reply and then i'll know what they'll say after that and then i know we'll meet for a cup of coffee and so on <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so True. that was another and uh, i think thirdly somewhere this feeling that hey there must be so much more out there mm right yeah. i say no to this then i can probably say yes to so many other things at that time it was very uh, idealistic right i'll say yes to the gym and i'll say <laughs> <laughs> eight time walks and you know yes but not to, the water i noticed yeah. <laughs> never i'll say yes to long uh, daytime walks and cafes with uh, books and what not right mm. so i mean that's not how it panned out i jumped into more work but a very different kind of work completely different kind of people so i did jump into a lot of new exciting work and i remember days when i would call back home or come back home and say I was like sitting in an agency office today or I was sitting at the printers today or I was sitting at a graphic designers uh, mm. shop today places I would have never been otherwise so right? true and so mm. that there was that excitement and and continues to be the newness of uh, meeting different things but I think I had to quit what I was doing I had to say no to a lot of things to be able to say yes to a lot of things mm-hmm. so I think really quitting is it's got a very bad rep if you know and if it's your decision uh, and even if it's not right like what we just spoke about it's not mm-hmm. in your control sometimes yeah. but it can be uh, it can open up something new for you mm-hmm. it's also i mean it's completely contextual to the individual in question because on linkedin these days when we see posts about being laid off there are those who are looking for something to start immediately and that's completely reasonable because we all have to put food on the table and then there are also those who are saying okay now that this whole upheaval has happened over the last 2 years 3 years let me just take a break and kind of evaluate what is it that i want this whole situation and take a bit of downtime uh, and kind of restart and that's where i find that the whole agency setup or maybe kind of being employed by yourself situation is a little more flexible on that front because a I mean why we tell clients give us a one month notice literally they just like it's usually over in a matter of weeks right like the severance is pretty sudden right and sometimes even we do that it's not just that the client has left for xyz reasons even we say okay this is enough of uh, a toxic environment because either it's impacting me or it's impacting my people or it's impacting both but i think for me the challenge has always been to decide when that point of no return happens because at a systemic level now what i may find bearable may not be bearable for somebody else in the system and at the same time somebody else may demonstrate a certain amount of maturity about something which i cannot see that way as well no no very true i think even i remember in my um, corporate avatar also uh, i did have that bit of at least ability to think about whether i should say no to something for the sake of the team right mm. because uh, clients can be very demanding and for various reasons right nobody wakes up saying i want to be a demanding client right it's just that's their need in that moment and that's True. what they need but i used to tell my team and even stakeholders that i'm not going to take on something that stresses all of us out not because we are delivering something better but taking it on because of a client's inefficiency or a mm. client's attitude right where they are trying to 
push something onto us because they don't want to do it yeah yeah right yeah. i'm completely okay to take it on because doing that gives a work output it takes it up several notches mm. or it uh, helps us try out something new when maybe we're on to something and we can we can perfect that uh, yeah. or we need to do it because we need to cover for gaps in our own system but never take on something because of a client's inefficiency or unwillingness to do something mm, that, i think that's that nuance has to be differentiated you're absolutely right because i think a lot of consulting work oh my god i'm going to hell for saying this uh we get that work because the client is inefficient <laughs> we wouldn't get it otherwise <laughs> can we please cut this out of the final recording <laughs> but i think that nuance is important what you said about is the client unwilling to put in the work or is the client unwilling or incapable of putting in the work now those two things are very different right yeah. like a lack yeah. of willingness is a problem for sure and i think in my experience also i mean while i do want to do exciting work and new things and i want to obviously see the world while doing it a lot of clients sometimes have this idea that from the moment a proposal is sent your time belongs to them and therefore please get on as many calls as possible and we want to solve xyz problems even before we like sign you on for anything uh because obviously you have to demonstrate your uh value to the system uh previously i used to kind of fall for those things but now i see that it's just not feasible i mean much as i would like to i mean there's nothing i love my problems are like catnip to my brain uh <laughs> i would gladly sit and discuss them for hours but it's not in service of a system and when you are a system yeah. you have to think about yeah. the greater good correct correct and it's unfair to your teams right you create a culture where they're doing stuff that uh is not really their job description or is not yeah. adding value to them uh once in a while is fine but when you're making them do it over and over again and everything is in the name of the client and everything is like client wants it and hence we have to etc yeah. it becomes a bit toxic after a point and you you lose control of the whole show i feel so true right so i think it is important to say no or to exit like brene brown i think her favorite like is it a whole body yes <laughs> yes and then it's a no yeah, it's very yeah. clearly a no maybe i i'm sure I, and i know that it's not so black and white always uh, yeah. and it's a half body yes and <laughs> but, but my uh, left arm says no so let's yeah. make peace with yeah. that and move on with the right arm but yeah correct correct but uh, yeah i think things to bear in mind that we don't have to call it this and uh, give it this very ominous sounding oh very, you very quit oh my god yeah, yeah generally yeah, unnecessary like you made a choice yeah we all have choices you made a choice and yeah. uh, so hat tip to you for making that choice and exercising that option honestly yeah and frankly just taking the responsibility of the consequences that come with these choices they are not always easy right so i think just the fact that someone's hung around for the outcomes uh, i find that to be far more something worth respecting yeah On that note of saying no to something for a while and saying yes to something else I think we should let our listeners know that we are going to take a little bit of a break to recharge yes. refresh and really think about what we want to bring into next season because we want to make it as meaningful and meaty and impactful as possible uh, I think yeah. we're on the right track Asita I think season 3 has been wonderful in terms of looking at a uh, different people meeting them having wonderful conversations uh, listening about their journeys and how their career has panned out and our conversations on what 
can make us better at the work we do and how we live our lives and how we bring the two together because now there is no balance. work life <laughs> one big one big bubble yeah yeah <laughs> right uh, so, so i'm really looking forward to uh, a bit of thinking time for yes. both of us and coming back and i think we should give ourselves a pat on the back we've done this for 5 months which is the better part of a year and trip mm. of course has taken a bit more time even before then and frankly the level of intentionality that we brought into season 3 is something that i think we'll both be so immensely proud of many many years down the line and of course this is not a permanent goodbye god knows we love podcasts so much to stay yeah. away from them for too long but i think it's an opportunity for us to go out there and experience the world a bit more and come back with more i suppose and thank you for being a delightful co-host and uh, we shall be back to banter and laugh together very soon folks very soon bye bye hey small talkers thank you for listening till the very end We love bringing these episodes to you and we hope you enjoy them too. Please do drop in your comments, likes, shares, reviews, whatever you can do on the platform that you're on to help us reach a larger and larger audience and that would really make our day. You can find out more about today's guest or today's episode in the show notes. All the details and how you can find us on social media is right there. Thank you and see you next time. Bye.